crushing it. According to the Startup Institute, as well as a few other dictionaries online, the term crushing it is commonly used when someone is doing their job particularly well or exceeding all of the goals. It is a very positive term. Although it's a slang term, it is used in everyday vocabulary. So for like example, a teacher would be crushing it in the following sentence. Man, Miss Genta brought home 152 papers and got done with every single grade. She was totally crushing it. Guys, that is what we are talking about today in this episode, is how we can crush it for kids. We are to springtime, and truly, springtime, we never really know what's walking into our classroom. Are they going to be a hot mess? Are they going to be completely kind and compliant? Are they going to participate, or are they going to be off the wall? It is literally up for grabs when it comes to what we should be expecting from kids. So I want to make sure that during this episode, we are talking about how we can crush the last quarter of this school year. Now, at the end of the episode, I want you to stick around because I have something that truly you are not going to want to miss. It is a special offer, and I'm very excited to talk to you more about it. But for right now, let's roll in that school bell. Only in our world is this normal. Friends, it's me, Monica Genta, and I'm really excited to be bringing you episodes of this podcast every week. It's full of tips and tricks, stories and strategies, celebrations and struggles, all from the real life that we are living every day. Welcome to This Teacher Life. is actually a term that I use a lot. I totally subscribe to using slang um, with students and also with colleagues and friends. And crushing it is just one that really resonated with me. And I didn't really realize what kind of impact it was having in my everyday life until last year, I sat down to write a book called The Rooted Classroom and a completely different book ended up getting written. It was the craziest thing. I sat down to write a book about relationships and how social and emotional learning is super, super important in schools. And what ended up happening was a book called Crush It. Like, I I don't even know. Like, it just, it like literally popped out of my fingers um, in the matter of two days. And so that's what I want to talk to you about is what crushing it really means in a school context. So in my world, the term crush is actually an acronym. Each letter of crush standing for a different pillar of education that I really want to dive into briefly right here, right now with you. I think we want to crush every moment of teaching. And I think sometimes the hardest times to crush it are at the end of the school year. So what is the very first letter mean? The C in crush stands for 
celebrates education. By the end of the year, we have no fuel left in the tank. And maybe we're feeling that right now. Like I still have about 10 weeks of school left because of snow days and that kind of thing. But how can I make sure that every single moment that I am with kids, I'm celebrating success, that I'm celebrating students, that I'm truly celebrating just education in general. When I've got nothing left to give, how can I still get kids excited about the learning process? How can I make sure that I am still walking through the doors of my school excited every single day? And I think when it comes to celebrating education, little things make such a big difference. If you've read my book called 180 Days of Awesome, you literally have seen 180 different ways on how we can celebrate education. That's what that book is all about. Small but significant things that we can do on a daily basis as teachers to really truly reclaim the awesome in our everyday life. And I think that awesome little moments are everywhere, but the big question is, are we being intentional about finding them? And I wanna be intentional in these last few weeks. I wanna celebrate students. I wanna celebrate those little tiny moments, those quirky little things that kids say. Like, I wanna celebrate that. Today, one thing that I totally celebrated, it was my awesome of the day, is I was in the middle of a little science demo and it was pretty cool. It involved um, a little bit of fire. It involved uh, a sweet analogy. And it was really practical in everyday life. Um, without getting too much into that, I want to talk about the little moment that I could have missed if I truly wasn't focused on celebrating education. At one point, a boy said under his breath, oh my gosh, you just earned so much street cred from me. That was it. Like that was the whole statement. And I stopped and I paused and I was like, dude, thank you for that. And he's like, seriously, like I love and respect you already, but like this demonstration totally makes sense. And it totally makes the concepts that we're talking about right now, like click. And I thought, boom, like there it is. Let's celebrate that moment. I could have just laughed. I could have moved forward, but like I took a second and I embraced that. And I think that's what celebrating education is sometimes all about. Knowing when we just need to pause and be like, boom, that was awesome. Let's take a second on that. And that's what the C is all about. Just simple ways that we can celebrate education. And that's the first letter. And maybe in my opinion, the most important letter in the whole acronym CRUSH. Now, the second one, oh God, I'm so passionate about this. Like it literally is the reason I do what I do. And honestly, it's probably the reason that you do what you do. And the R in CRUSH stands for relationships. I want to build ridiculously strong relationships with my students so that I can see the fruits of education. Roots have to come first. They do. They have to. Like, what are the most important things in education? Let me give you the let me give you three, the top three. Relationships, relationships, and relationships. That's what's up. And that is why the R in Crush stands for develop those relationships. I said at the beginning of this episode that the book that I sat down to write was The Rooted Classroom. And about 
three months after I wrote Crushing It for Kids, uh, the Rooted Classroom kind of just, it happened. I opened up my laptop, had my head on straight, had the outline, knew what I wanted to actually type. And on the second attempt, that is what came out. And I just released that book this past summer. But I am just really, really passionate about making sure that students know that they are safe and loved and trusted in my classroom. And I know some of you are thinking, girl, it's March, or maybe you're listening to this with only a couple weeks of school left. And it's like, that ship has sailed. I can literally not build a relationship with that kid. They have their walls up, or the relationship is too fractured, or we're just too different. But friends, the reality is, it is never too early. And it is never too late to build ridiculously strong relationships with students. One of my favorite stories that I could literally, I could do an entire podcast episode on this is called A $5 Bet. It was in my very first book that I wrote called Game Changers, but it is the epitome of proof that you cannot have a relationship with a kid for 179 days. But in the last few minutes of a school year, in those last few things that you say, in those last few things that you do with kids, you can totally repair any relationship, regardless of how fractured you believe it is at this moment. I had a teacher who I absolutely hated, just hated. I, I didn't think that he liked his job. I didn't think he liked me. I didn't think he liked science. And in seventh grade, my least favorite teacher of my entire life completely redeemed himself in the last five minutes of the entire school year. This man will now go down in history forever as one of my top five favorite teachers of all time. And had you told me that on day 178 or 179, I would have been like, you crazy. I don't want a picture with that guy on the last day of school. He does not get one of those 24 clicks on my disposable camera that is in my Aeropostle satchel right now. Like, that's what I would have thought. And then... Boom, he restored the relationship. And sometimes it's just simply taking a moment with a kid, laying your heart on the line, knowing that they care about you and letting them know that you care about them. It's mutual. We just have to expose that. And that is why the R in CRUSH stands for relationships. Friends, I know some of you are listening right now and thinking that there are a few kids that like, it's just not going to happen for this year. Like you just can't make that connection. But I want to challenge you to make it happen. Crush these last few weeks. And that brings us to the U. The U in CRUSH stands for utilizing our unique interests, skills, and strengths. What do you have inside of you that makes you different than every single other teacher in your building or in your hallway? What do you have inside of you that is a skill set or just a naturally ingrained strength that makes you bring your teaching to another level? It is time that we expose those. We are not cookie cut cutter teachers. We don't just like do everything the same way as the person next to us, right? Like we need to make things our own and we need to expose what makes us awesomely unique. And that way kids know that they can expose those unique things as well. So for like example for me, a unique strength that I have that 
I'm, I'm really thankful to have as a teacher. And I know you've got something like this inside of you. You just got to reflect on it. For me, it's finding something that is not supposed to be educationally related and I can turn it into an activity or adapt it for an opportunity in the classroom. From pitch pipes to magic eight balls to cans of dead fish to flinging chickens, those are just some of the the ones off the top of my head. Like you literally can hand me something and if you give me five minutes, I'm gonna be like, let me figure out how I can use that in my classroom and I roll with it. And I realize that that's probably, I don't know, like maybe I have a concussion. I'm not sure. But I understand that not everyone has that ability to do that. But I know that you have an ability that I don't have. I know that you have something inside of you that I was like, man, I wish I could do that. Maybe it's the way that you organize. Maybe it's the way that you speak with students. Maybe it's the way you grade papers. Maybe it's the way that you plan activities. I don't know what it is, but you got something inside of you and I want you to share that with students. I want kids to know you as the person who was unique for this reason. And this is truly one of the main reasons why I love teaching students, but also love teaching teachers. I love going into schools and doing workshops and and keynoting conferences and saying like, friends, if you just need some quick ideas that are quirky and unique, but super easy to implement and not costly at all, like go and buy this, go and buy the pitch pipe, go and buy the rubber chicken, go and buy the whoopee cushion, go and buy this pin and let me show you what you can do with it. Like to me, that is so very exciting. And what I think is even more exciting for you in this moment is for you to figure out what is your you? What is your unique skill, strength, or talent that you can totally transform into an opportunity to crush it for kids? All right, everyone, it is time for a fun fact of this episode. And since we are on the topic of crushing it for kids, I know that some of you have actually read the book. And if you haven't, fear not, because at the end of the episode, I'm going to get you an opportunity to get it for like no cost. Like it's an insanely good deal. But the fun fact of this episode is that this book idea actually came during church. I was really, 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 really unfocused during church and these letters just started like forming in my head. I kind of felt like Russell Crowe in the movie A Beautiful Mind and like it was crazy because the, the letter C like wouldn't leave my head and then the pastor said celebrate. I was like, wow, that was weird. And then the letter R could not get out of my head. I'm like, why do, like, what is going on? And then the pastor said, relationships. And then all of a sudden I saw this you in my head. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I, like, stay focused, Monica. I felt terrible. I felt guilty. And then the pastor said, you know, we got to utilize. And I was like, whoa. And this kept happening until we got through all of the letters. And it was like, crush it. Oh my gosh, crush it. Like, what is that? Like, crush it for kids. We got, teachers got to crush it for kids. And the very next day, so that happened on a Sunday, the very next day I had my schedule blocked off to do some writing of the Rooted Classroom. And I got to the stars, bucks, and you know what popped out? Crush, that's what came up on the first page. And I was like, Monica, that's not what you're writing about. You're writing about relationships. And then, hello, crushing it for kids poured out. Fun fact, who knew? Sometimes unfocused energy is actually hyper-focused energy that can help us uh, do exactly what we're talking about here. 
crush it for kids. All right, so let's keep rolling on our acronym and let us get to S, which stands for sharing our struggles and our stories. This is something that we get teacher guilt for. When we are struggling with something, we'll walk into a teacher's room and we will just pour our heart out. And then at the end, you know what we say? We say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry about that. I shouldn't have said that. Or like, oh my goodness, you did not need to hear that story. You did not need to hear that struggle. And we apologize for it. But I think sometimes we as teachers have to empower each other and let each other know that we're struggling too. That we don't have it all together. Like, guys, my goodness, I've been doing this for 11 years and I've been doing professional public speaking in schools and and keynoting all across the country for the past five years. And I proudly profess on stages and proudly profess in front of my colleagues and students that like, I definitely do not have it all figured out. Not even close. I make mistakes all the time. But this is the important part, friends. Once we've shared our struggle and shared our story, the next step is, so what are we going to do about it, right? And if we share our struggle or share our story and just stop, that's when the struggle continues. But I don't want you to feel guilty about getting that out of your system. But what I do want us to realize is once we've got it out of our system, we've got to boom, move forward. We don't just stop and say, okay, all right, I needed to do that and move forward. No, the question is, what are you going to do to leverage that story or leverage that struggle? And for me, the most massive struggle that I've had career-wise was definitely year seven. I hated my job. Some of you know this story. I hated my job. I didn't want to continue teaching and nearly quit forever. And then I realized This struggle does not define me. This struggle doesn't make me a bad person. This struggle doesn't make me a bad teacher. What am I going to do about it? And then I wrote 180 Days of Awesome. Not on purpose at all. That was never my plan. But I took my purpose and I took an unexpected plan and I shared that. And that's truly one of the most empowering things that we can do as teachers is let other people know that, hey, I'm going through this, but it's not going to define me. It's not going to keep me stuck. I'm going to take that story. I'm going to take that struggle and I'm going to use it as momentum to raise higher, to go higher, to do greater things, to become an even better teacher. So don't just share and then stop. Share and then take that and shine a light on the fact that you are human, offer yourself some grace, and then go and crush it. Which brings us to our final letter, which is H. And this is all about holding on or holding up. We have to hold this profession on a high pedestal because it deserves it. We have to hold this profession in the palm of our hands and snuggle up close to our heart and say, I love what I do. I have passion and purpose in my profession. And sometimes that means holding on tight. And sometimes that means holding up before we say something irrational or assign a consequence or get frustrated with the kid. 
And I think that's something that we definitely need to remember right now. Sometimes we just have to hold off. Emotions are running high this time this time of year. Kids are ready for spring break. You're ready for spring break. Some of you are like, yeah, I got a 12-day spring break coming up. And some of you are like, we definitely don't have a spring break. And some of you are saying, spring break, that's not even a thing. Some of you are saying, mm-hmm, I wish my spring break got eaten up by snow days. Regardless of what you're holding on for, hold it up and say, listen, I'm not going to let the summer months that are coming be the only thing that I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to be this. I'm not going to be the teacher who says I'm counting down towards spring break or to summer. No, hold this profession in the palm of your hand and say, I am going to love every single moment. I'm going to hold off on freaking out. I'm going to hold off on jumping to conclusions. I'm going to hold your hand through the process of walking with students these last few weeks and we're going to crush it together. Because at the end of the day, we want to crush it for kids. So let's go through that acronym quickly one more time. The C is all about celebrating education. The R is about building relationships with kids. The U is utilizing our unique interests, skills, and strengths. S is all about sharing our story and our struggle. And H is about holding up this profession, holding off on consequences, and making sure that we are holding this profession in the palm of our hands and saying, I love what I do. Mm, Preach it. Friends, I want to thank you so much for being a part of this episode. I hope you're still with me because if you are, I want to tell you about an incredible opportunity to bring this concept of crushing it to another level. Starting on April 1st, I have an online course that is all about doing those five important things that we just talked about in this episode. It is my last online course of this school year and if you feel like you are stuck, if there was one of those five pillars that just really resonated with you and you're like, God, I need to focus on that, I wanna dive deep with you and hundreds of other teachers from across the country who are going to participate in this super flexible PD opportunity. It's truly PD in your pajamas because it's 100% online in a private Facebook group. It is full of engaging video lessons, really, really insightful, discussions that will happen within that private Facebook group and then also live events where I go live with you to dig deeper, answer your questions on the spot and make sure that we are truly doing what we are saying we are doing, crushing it. Now you get a copy of the book as part of the course, you get a workbook, you get access to the private Facebook group, and you can earn up to 15 hours worth of PD credits simply from participating in this 21-day course that starts on April 1st. Friends, it is at an unbelievably great price for teachers. The cost of the course is $57. What? Unbelievable, truly. like. If you need credit hours, if you need a boost, if you just need something to kind of give you the momentum and the spark to get through the rest of the school year, like this is totally for you. Registration is open right now, but it is only going to be open for a short period of time more. 
You can check this out at monicagenta.com slash courses. I would love to have you there. I would love to answer any questions that you might have. So if you're thinking about the course and you're not sure if it's the right fit, do not hesitate to shoot me a message on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at Monica Genta Ed. That's at Monica G-E-N-T-A-E-D. I would love to answer those questions and I would love to crush it with you for these last few weeks of the school year. Guys, I love living this teacher life and I love having you part of the Teacher Life Podcast. I want you to go out this week and the remaining weeks of this school year and truly crush it for your kids. Thanks for listening.